First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. We were talking about the craziness that uh, happened on that flight that was headed to Atlanta on Delta and had to be diverted to Oklahoma City. Why? Because of an unruly passenger. The passenger was going nuts. I probably shouldn't say it that way, right? Very right. insensitive. Uh, but uh, it was it was crazy, and it turns out it was a, a an off duty flight attendant. The stress had apparently just gotten them to the point where they were going crazy. Uh, Jay is a uh, our resident uh, flight attendant that keeps us uh, on top of everything going out there in terms of flying and uh, people getting back into the air. Jay, good morning. Hey, good morning, Bill. How are you? I, I hope your ears weren't ringing. Andrew was wondering if that was you that uh, was going. <laughs> he had just had a ballistic on that airplane. No, that was not me. That would have been interesting, though. <laughs> uh, so, um, listen, uh, flight attendants are people, too. We're all human. And sometimes people, there's a there's a crack in the foundation. And it seems like that happened here. But uh, that uh, what I found interesting was when the pilot said, Please, everyone, uh, would all men who are strong come to the front of the plane? We have an unruly passenger. And is that protocol? Is that how it's handled? Yeah. A- after 9-11, the uh, flight deck is locked and loaded, so to speak. There are some pilots who are FFDOs, which are federal flight deck officers, which means they're allowed to carry a gun and have gone oh, okay. through training. And there, there's four there's four things of, of passenger contact uh, conduct. First is disruptive behavior, life threatening behavior, mm-hmm. and attempted or actual breach of the flight deck. Okay, so actually the flight ascent really is the first defense of an unruly or up to a passenger that's. Uh, really trying to get into the flight deck, which this flight attendant apparently tried to do. He did have uh, mental issues, so you can get into, you know, employer-employee that has those issues, and what do you do? He was non-revving, and uh, something happened. Yeah. I want to play the audio so people know, and you'll hear the, the pilot asking for uh, for assistance. Here. We'd like all... Everyone was completely shaken up. There was screaming. People thought, like, they, when they said the oxygen mask, people thought our plane was, like, going down. It was extremely scary. So the oxygen mask, Jay, automatically come down when there's a problem? Well, they can from the flight deck, uh, yes. Okay. But generally speaking, it's if there is a decompression. But apparently what was happening is that the uh, pilots in the flight deck are able to uh, hit a button and let the uh, oxygen mask uh, come down. I wonder if they just kind of thought that, um, well, this might calm everybody down or actually quiet everybody down. They're going to think that, that there's a beyond what's going on in the plane. There there might be some sort of a reason to sit in your seat and put that oxygen mask on. Yeah, I think that just makes yeah. people panic more. I guess. I guess. Going down. That's like what, what at that. Uh, remember, I used to DJ at a uh, at a bar, and and when people would get unruly at the end of the night and they'd fight, Rocky Fiato at uh, Studio Thirty and Herkimer would play "We Are the World." He'd like just play "We Are the World." It calms everybody down, and it did. Yeah, but it just it was like dropping the oxygen masks. So 
Uh, Jay, you used a term before Bill played the audio cut of unrevving. What do you mean by that? No, non, non-revving. In other words, I'm a flight attendant. I don't pay for my ticket. I uh, call an 800 number mm. myself, and if it's, if it's uh, space available, I get on like I did yesterday, commuting oh. home from LaGuardia to Syracuse. And for the first time, there were open seats from LaGuardia to Syracuse, more open seats than from uh, New York to uh, Palm Beach, New York to... Wow. Keep West, like I've been telling you. It's easier to get to Florida than it is to uh, get to, to Syracuse. Wow. So do you feel like um, the, uh, the the traffic is definitely not back to where it was? But it does seem to be, at least everybody's talking about how they're going to be flying again. People I talk to. Yeah, actually, uh, the... Uh, Flights have been much fuller, and uh, the you can see in the uh, airports that there are a lot more people, yeah, a lot more passengers. What are your thoughts on the uh, on Southwest? I realize it's a competing airline, but uh, Southwest uh, deciding that they are going to uh, include Syracuse as part of their their flight plan. Well, that will be great because I'll have benefits on Southwest. Okay. So, and, and anything that uh, a new airline, when I say new airline, a major airline, mainline like uh, U.S. Airways, mm-hmm. which is now American, Delta United, now Southwest, that that'll be great. So, are you when you when you say you pick up a, a non-revving flight? I don't know if I say that correctly, but so basically, you hop on a plane to commute home. Can you use? Are there uh, affiliated airlines? Or do you have to use just your own airline? Oh, no, that, that's the great thing about being a flight attendant with Republic Airways. We fly for American Delta and United, so we have benefits on all those airlines. And there's the inter-airline agreements that I can fly on, JetBlue as well, Southwest, uh, Allegiant, you know, those uh, smaller airlines that even fly out of uh, Syracuse. I have uh, reciprocal agreements because Republic Airways, it's actually partially owned by American Delta and United after our bankruptcy. And okay. uh, we, we have, uh, again, uh, reciprocal agreements with uh, Jeff Liu All right. I, and yep. others. Uh, I think it's a, um, it, it, it feels like we are coming back. It's slow. And I imagine when it comes to flights, for a lot of people, if it's vacations, it's going to be slow because... You know, you might be planning a vacation for after school gets out or for July or August in the uh, in the summertime. My guess is those flights to Florida are going to be very, very busy come post uh, end of June. Just so July. Yeah, they and are August. now, actually. Yeah. Uh, the lines to Orlando for uh, Disney World are, are they, they wrap around the corner at the airport. When wow. They're calling the, uh, you know, the flight number to be boarded. Yeah. Okay. Interesting stuff. Jay, we appreciate the update. Thanks, man. All right. Have a great day. Good to hear from you guys. Yeah, good to hear from you. Thanks so much. Uh, Jay has been keeping us up to date on uh, the, the world of flying since COVID started, when he would be on a plane with almost no one. In fact, I think, did he say that there was one? We had this, There were a few stories where one person was on the plane. They had one passenger. But I think he talked about how, in some cases, there were no passengers. Or maybe that's not true. Maybe it was one passenger, and they still flew the flight. That is wild. I, I would be surprised if they went with no passengers. Why would you even waste You're the right. fuel in the You're time? Right. That's what, in the middle of saying that, I'm like, well, that can't be true. Well, one of the best <laughs> stories that he told us was the guy who bought 16 seats 
uh, for himself so that he wasn't around. So anybody. he wouldn't be around people. Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. 